our weekly catch-up, the end of an era, and even more disappointing things. (laughs) All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Oh, you're so good. Even your intros are funny. What's you're, disappointing you this week, my sweet Oh, you're, you're such a bone tickler, Missy. What's, what's disappointing you this of, week? Oh, the list is so long. It's a long list. How about you, baby? You want to kick us off with some disappointments? Well, Brilliant disappointments. <laughs> well, I thought about doing another segment on people we hate, but... It's really not good when sometimes you find you're trapped in the house with them. Oh, <laughs> so. shit. <laughs> oh. So. Is there trouble in brilliant paradise? I don't want to say trouble, but I think some of us are getting to the end of our patience rope. Oh. And was there a lot of that rope to begin with? Yeah. Or was it more like a, a patience twine that was kind of thinly wrapped to begin with? <laughs> It's not good. I mean, it's not good. I'm not talking to one human in the house. I have, I've set a bedtime for the, for two humans in the house. Um, Do you have a bedtime for your children? Uh, it's it's really more of a guideline. You ever watch those Pirates of the Caribbean movies where they say it's really just a guideline and it means they don't follow it? Yeah, um, we do. No, we don't. I'm just lying about that. We always have had. And then as they have aged into this quasi-perception of young adulthood, they've said, well, 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 this, 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 buck, buck, buck. Um, It's just been too challenging to manage. And before I would go down that long, ugly road, I will say that I find it inconceivable. I do not think that word means what you think it means. I find it inconceivable that we're living inverted households, households right now. Whereas I feel like you guys probably have a pretty like deep little doop doop candy land. Hold hands. We're walking down the street together. That's how your normal life is. And now it's like to hear you tell it. <laughs> to hear you tell it, right? Because in our house, they scatter like rats when they come in the house. And it's where is this person? And it's yeah, that's, that hasn't changed. But what has changed is they're back to when we first moved into this house, which is we had a house. We went briefly into an apartment and then came into this house. And when we were in the apartment, everybody was sort of like on top of one another continuously. Then we moved into this biggie, biggie house where there's plenty of room to go. And we would always all be in the same room, like three inches from each other. Hello. You're used to it. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. And we're doing that again. Instead of being in all four corners, they're, they're gravitating toward each other. And then the pockets, the groups of them. We'll gravitate toward other groups and we'll make one group of the five of us in the house and the dog wow. will be with us. Yeah. And it's, it's, I'm getting to know things that are, we're problem solving when, when shit hits the fan, instead of splattering all over us and choking us to death, instead it like hits the fan and then magically the window opens and then the fan blows the shit outside. Like it's just, we're, it's okay. We're doing better. Maybe part of it. Is, I don't know I could, I could rationalize a lot of ideas, but do tell you, me why you're you on the full hate mode. Do you think it's like when you go to play Survivor, you're starving because you're used to eating, and then you have no food, and then your body just acclimates to starving? Could be. Or Could one be, yeah. cup of Could rice? Be, yeah. Because I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like something's got to give. Um, we had a lot of things in our lives that we were sad to let go, but we had a lot of external out of the house time and mental overload commitments that when they were forced to go away, there was that sadness. But then when there's, when you've come to accept it, okay, now how am I going to fill that time? I'm going to fill it with a great relationship that I have with you as opposed to, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like we were always kind of hanging around together. So this is a new thing and it's a welcome thing that there's still total ass wipe dick hell holes. There's not, I'm not trying to paint some kind of overly rosy picture, but I'll give you a specific example later on if this comes back, but I want I want to hear what's going on. I'm just saying it was, it, it startled me anyway. So what has changed in your world that's made you in the upside down house? So, you know, my husband likes to accomplish things and can't really sit still. And not only does his I can't sit still affect his life, but he sets small fires underneath the rest of us. He told the children that they had to clean their rooms over this break. I mean, empty out your entire closet, take out everything that doesn't fit you. And we're donating. It's time. Like, this is it. You have the time. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So one of them lost her mind. And to calm her down, we rearranged her furniture. Sure, sure. We sure, talked yeah. about painting her room. We we wanted to reset the furniture. After an entire day of drawing it out, moving it, doing all this stuff, she loses her shit on me for I can't even tell you why right now. I and I realize the the privilege, I don't even want to use that word because it's such a buzzword now. They are so ungrateful for right. everything they have. And I think I hit a wall of not hearing thank yous and not getting respect that, you know, I used to say about my parents, you know, respect is earned. You have an earned. Like, you know what? I- I'm I'm kind of done with with the language on one of them, the wild disrespect and you owe me everything on the other one. I just... I'm done with it. So I don't want, and this is coming from me. I don't want forced family fun. I don't want to see your faces. Like, I don't know. I want time. I hate to quote one of our friends. He's like, I don't like my kids. I don't want time with them. <laughs> Said in a smoky whisper. But I, I hate, I hate my kids. <laughs> right. On the side. <laughs> but here's the thing for me. That was not me. They're my job. So I feel like it's my failure that I've created these children who are ungrateful and shitty. And I mean, you came to their B'nai Mitzvah when they mocked me and said, yes, all my mother cares about is that we're kind. Well, guess what? The only thing you didn't give me, and you know, fuck you, out in the world, they're fucking delightful. But Really? Could you use a little bit of that kind since we're not allowed out in the world anymore so, on me? You're so wonderfully blind to the reality of your whole situation. It's really quite charming. Yeah, I did go to their B'nai Mitzvah, which for non-Jews and Jews alike, especially those who <laughs> don't ever go to these things, that just means that it's a bar and a bot, meaning a boy and a girl mitzvahing at the together. same time and together. So now there's a new word to learn, B'nai. So it's all of them in one. It was fan-fucking-tastic. You've been to weddings that would, you know, wish that they could be this <laughs> even even the 13 year old weddings okay so I remember when they said um our whole life the only thing that my mom has ever asked of us is that we be kind and I didn't I remember them saying it and it brought a tear to my fucking eye in the shenanigah the temple it brought yep. a, it brought a tear to my face 
It was so heartfelt. And I thought, my kids that would not even have that answer. I, I would love for them to think that I want them to be kind, which I do, but it's not been a drumbeat for their entire life. So number one, that's a win. Number two. Is it? You, yes, so shut up. And number two, everything that you are experiencing and feeling, you're totally right. They're so wrong. I can't even believe that they get to still sleep in that house because <laughs> they're so, you so fucking much. wrong. And you're so, super right. And fucking, fucking, fucking kids. And then the third part is, it's very overwhelming right now. And so the thing that was given as the task, if it were me as an adult in that situation, here's what I heard you say. Let me take the one thing that has stayed exactly the same, that is your sanctuary, that gives you comfort and a feeling of sanctity. It's all going to be okay. Dirt. This is exactly <laughs> my domain. And nobody can, can, you're here. This is your safe space. But fuck you. We're going to dredge everything out of your closet and throw it away. And you got to touch all your stuff and then put it in the street for somebody else. And fuck you, fuck you. And do it last week. You ungrateful bitch. That's kind of a big deal. That's kind of, I think that's, I say who. So I, I there's a little bit in me going, yeah, I don't want to fucking clean out my closet for anybody. Marie Kondo can suck a tit. But I would love it if she would come and do my house. Nope, I wouldn't. I would. I would not want her. I would. I would. No. I give her my whole. My house. husband does that, but he throws shit out and doesn't ask. He just goes through and decides this is we're done with this piece. How and long does it take you it? to discover that he threw away something you wanted? He's gotten very, very crafty, and doesn't throw away things that I am desperate to keep that he knows would get him in a lot of trouble and the things that he does throw out he does it in a way where I don't see him do it and when it does come up he'll be like yeah I think I think we I think that might be in this location or that look I'm not sure like he plays these little games and the kids eyes get real big and then you know because they know yeah yeah because they helped him like carry it to the curb or whatever the hell it was oh it's it. big it's all something big yes all the things but we do we all do these sorts of things I actually when it's not in my own space stick to your own guide in stick my own space own Rearra guide. rearranging furniture is the thing that i do when i'm like everything 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 move that move it move the sofa Whew. world's world's okay now i moved the fucking sofa by myself i moved a sectional several times so that's so i get the whole need to that shit ain't something ain't working i'm gonna make that i'm gonna fucking force that to work and that could be part of what Stuart's doing too but he is mr busy busy body body dr busy body go 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 i guess i feel like everybody says they're good on the outside of the house and now we're not allowed outside so it's only venom that's all there's been is just venom and we have had some i made them watch air force one and face off and like we we went through some family movies and i i Put a puzzle out that I did all by myself. Oh, that's hard. In too. less than twelve hours, I put together a thousand-piece puzzle of the eighties. I put it in Burlabs Pod, um, and I just feel like I, I know I put rules on my kids in in house, and I have last. 12 days they've had really no curfew no nothing they could step as late as they want they can kill their friends online oh, um, and now mm -hmm. school starts tomorrow again so I'm like hey guys tonight like nine o'clock we're gonna wind down and put our charge our devices and I'm not fucking going to bed at nine o'clock I said I just stroked out I was happy like, wait, Passover what? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait what no 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 I also you also neglected to remind me and our dear listener that this entire week of quasi restricted freedom has been what was supposed to be spring break so for our also, family yeah yeah so they're also mourning the idea of 
whatever routine they had stumbled into, that's now gone. And whatever was promised for spring break, that didn't happen. And fuck you, don't do what you tell me. Plus, I'm staying up late and my TikTok and this, this and gaka baka baka baka. So there's a whole, I mean, this is, a, and then so when all that happens, you guys are creatures of, you've said, you're creatures of, I need my sleeps, I need my broccoli, I need my things that's going to help me function in society. And when you don't have those, Maybe you do get a little bit crusty. It's cauliflower I eat, not broccoli, but Sorry. okay. Crustacean. <laughs> oh, crustaceans. Good. Great. It's not a crustacean. What's it called? It's a vegetable. No, it's cruciferous is the word I was looking for. Um, I guess that's one of the disappointments. <laughs> I was just looking at what our topic was. Like uh, one of the many disappointments we've had. So yeah. they're disappointed and because they're children and they don't know how to deal with it. There's a whole graduating class of 2020 that has disappointment after disappointment this year. I've got a senior in my house and it's it's just a rolling wave of what what's the worst part of it for today. And then you you try to play the dance of it's not all things considered actually I was talking to a woman today a, a friend from the neighborhood a friend from school we don't we don't really our kids aren't the same ages so not seeing her at any of the sports events and not seeing her at the pool because it's not the summer haven't seen her in a while so she called on the phone check on us everything you know t there was a tornado that came through so she called and checked on us it was very sweet and she we just got into the five minute discussion of how are you guys holding up and this and this and her husband works you know pretty pretty high up not crazy pretty high up in a large corporation and they announced within the first week that their entire workforce and it's a brand that you would know if I were to say it everyone was told they were taking a 12% pay cut across the board 100% of staff 12% pay cut immediately Retain, retaining all jobs but retaining gets all jobs so yeah so it was this idea of we're not going to do any kind of layoffs but here's how we're going to do it so buckle in. And um, I was like, oh, and she and, and before I could even have an opinion on it, and she goes, and that's just so wonderful in a lot of ways. But, you know, it really has changed the way that we think about what's for dinner. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. And she's like me. Her industry is affected in a way where she, who knows if she'll have really she certainly won't have the same kind of job to go back to. So she was just talking all about that kind of stuff. And it was so crazy to hear this authentic gratitude when she was quite clearly deeply affected personally deeply affected we're, you know we're not going hungry you know we've got a roof over our heads but you but at the same time everything you're doing is affected because there's a big enough shift that you there's all this uncertainty so I mean there's levels and I think it's it's on the one hand you decide and convince yourself I do I decide and convince myself look how fortunate it's the fucking true that's right thank you an angel gets her wings it's i'm fucking fortunate beyond measure to only have the levels of x or y or z or a or b that i'm dealing with and then on the other side i'm like do you know what i'm still dealing with it and yeah i'm gonna take my it fucking sucks because it's i can wave that flag too i can have two flags i can have a two flag system and you should let them all fly <laughs> but as far as disappointments go i mean all right so you had easter this week how did that go for your family Easter was kind of tough. Easter in our house, it is the only holiday that we don't travel to see our family for. Oddly, we just don't. So is it always just the five of you? It's always just the five of us. So always. this was probably just as delightful. It was a little, but it was weirdly worse because I didn't, every year Easter I sort of get myself riled up 
that I'm going to do fancy plates. We're all going to do a nice thing. You're going to eat the traditional dishes that I like, that I want you to like, that I want to be part of your memory. Eat I what I eat. All this, I spend all this time making this food that... I know, say who? Yeah, eight different side eat. dishes for five people, two of which, you know, will never get touched by anybody. It's an entire, it's a big nut job. And this year I knew I didn't have it in me. And part of it is, even though I'd been planning for it, hard to get the ingredients. So I just, it was all very lax. I cut it back to this, that, the other, the other, the other. And I did those things. And by the time it got around to getting it all on the table and it was all hot and ready, the big, big meal, that's when, surprise, there's a Zoom call. Let's all get everybody, because we, we want to see you. So now there's, which was lovely and charming, but it's 15 fucking people. And I've been cooking for six hours. I'm not wearing a bra I was actually leaving to go get a quick shower before dinner with my own people. And so I'm just like, (laughs) love these people. I want to be on the Zoom call. I want to know every facet of what they're doing. It was so glorious to get to see them. And at the same time, I don't want to fucking put my face on a Zoom. Even a phone call would have been tough because of the timing. But Zoom is so much harder when everyone is sort of, Take a window into your world. Well, I don't want that window all the fucking time. Do you feel like we're the Jetsons now where you get to put up a fake face and a, a piece of cardboard over it? Like, yeah, everything's fine. It's not fine. I just yelled at my kid who's touching his dick in the middle of dinner to go wash his hands before he passes me a roll. Happy Easter. Yeah. Something's been resurrected. I mean, you got a lot of boys in that house. That's gross. You are gross. gross. You got a lot of boys in that house. So something resurrecting something. Nobody jerks it. Nobody jerks it at dinner. But I will say, (laughs) I don't don't have to jerk it. They're just touchers. They're just touchers. (laughs) No. 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 So it was tough. It was tough in that way because I already felt like. As a coping mechanism, as a strategy, I went into it with reduced standards, which is different than reduced expectations. It was like, I'm going to change the rules for myself, even two though thirds. I don't agree. Even though it's I don't a two-thirds agree. Easter dinner. Meanwhile, let's be honest, I saw pictures of the food that you served, and partially because it's still Passover and I can't <laughs> have bread per se or anything that, as you phrased it, has risen. Um I wanted to knife you in the face with yes. the amazingly fresh baked rolls that you made. They and were good. They were good. dear listener, while chatting earlier today, Fagazi told <laughs> me that she was remaking those rolls and spoke to her child saying, yes, yes, the ones I just made are dripping in butter. Go, go get one of those <laughs> or nine of those. Yeah. I wanted to kill her. Well, it's in fairness. For some reason, this recipe that I used for the first time ever, not even knowing how it was going to turn out, they were quad, like quadruple the size that I expected. And they made 24 of them, which normally 24 rolls for our for our crowd, that's pretty much you're going to go through three quarters of them. But meanwhile, we got a lot of rolls left. They're gigantic. They're they're soft. They're bigger than a softball each. They're humongous. Wow, I love that. Keep talking about it because that's not at all what I dream and about. And I coated them in butter. And so then, uh, as luck would have it, during this little COVID-scented, you know, fantasy fest that we're having, our microwave panel accidentally got some lemonade left on it overnight because it was just a mistake. Lemonade was poured. It came off the counter. 
It went onto the panel. It sat there overnight. No one knew. No one cleaned it up. Now I'm in. Now I'm in a 1950s nightmare. I have no fucking microwave. So how do you reheat these stupid rolls that have been oven? I would yeah, never so use a microwave. So they're in the oven. Well, you put it in the microwave for like you know 11 seconds, and then it's fantastic. But this goes into the oven. So I, I don't had to use add the microwave. More, so I had to add more butter. Oh fuck so you! So to reheat them, they were coated in butter afresh. I put butter on matzah today. Isn't Actually, to be honest, it was, I can't believe it's not butter. No, oh. it was country, cro- con- country crotch. What was it? Why are you um, having either of those oil products? I will tell you why. Did you ever try to spread butter on a piece of matzah? In fact, I have, and I'm successful at it. I've got tips for you, but still. Well, yeah, if I if I had the, I'm instant gratification. If I knew I wanted butter in an hour on matzah, I would absolutely take it out, put it in a butter keeper and let it sit there and I would use it. But We always have butter in a butter keeper. If you mm-hmm. have cold butter, you also should employ the use of either a delicate cheese knife or perhaps a vegetable pila. And then take that and run it ever so gently across the top of the cold butter. And now you have a thin slice of butter, which fits on your matzah, which fits in your face. Did I blow your mind or are you going to punch me? You kind of did a little bit there. You kind of <laughs> did. Um, I'm going to go with the butter keeper because uh, tools is what I have to say about that. Having okay. the right tools for the... You I do, do have, have the a... right tools. They're upstairs pouting because they have no devices and... They are fucking tools, huh? Um, I know when I'm being a dick at a certain point where I'm like, okay, 9 p.m., go to bed. And and I, I totally don't... I'm not holding steady to that. It's it. I just want you to take your fucking eyes off a fucking screen. I have a sibling whose kids are on devices to 3, 4 in the morning <gasps> and then they go to bed. And this sibling is like, well, what do you want me to do? Oh, well, I want you not ask, to give them to me. Ask you, nobody can ask you that question. Because I would cure them of that immediately. <laughs> so, four in the morning. No, yeah, and I know I'm a dick, but I, I, you can't go the complete other way. I mean, that's crazy. Well, we have tried to institute this thing where, you know, the devices need to be put in a lockbox, if you remember that phrase from... Um, politicians of your put in a lockbox in the corner at a certain time and then you are to go to bed but i'm not tired, but I'm not tired. I'm not tired. you don't have to be tired just well, fucking lay there a, no then they lay there and then every 10 minutes they come downstairs or go uh, back upstairs lay there say, touch yourself I, here are tissues I'm go away just let, you're wasting my time and i'm like no this is you going to sleep yeah but if i lay here for six hours how does that accomplish anything stop have talking my device, to me if i have my device i'll fall asleep in the next no hour. you in fact actually, you won't they do. so they do, though, but they do no they're not right you're right and we're we're they're not right they're not right in lots of that that answers all the questions they're They're rarely right right. they're super they're super unright so i had a a sadness this week no yeah i watched the end of two shows that i really 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 enjoyed and one is like you know one is modern family modern (gasps) family ended it's over why are they over I've stopped watching them a hundred years ago, but I'm sure that I would catch up so quickly and love them and then be sad all over again to learn. That yeah. Over. Why did you stop watching them? They, it's Life. so well written. It's so funny. I guess you assumed it would always be there. Yeah, and just life, you know, life marches. Oh, was it poignant and great and lovely? And it fantastic? was so sad. I just, I was sad. But even worse was the end of Shit's Creek, which oh, was yeah. only six seasons, and I lost my shit. Yeah. I, I'm a big Shit's Creek fan, as you know. I just, I was, I'm just so sad. What encourages me is that Daniel Levy said we could do a movie. 
Like, so he's, he's <laughs> in it for a movie. But they no. did, for both of those shows, they did a making of the show special. Oh, yeah, so did. I watched Modern Family. I watched the kids grow up from season one to season 11. Wow. And it was crazy. It was wonderful. And, and you just watch the, I guess, the making of documentary kind of thing and the documentary again for Schitt's Creek. And I, I had a super sad shut-in moment because we're shut-in. And these it's like the end of an era. And would I have had that wild emotion if I wasn't trapped in my house with two disrespectful children and a husband who is doing work 24-7 from his laptop. So when I talk to him, he's like, do you need perfect attention? I'll stop my laptop. Just tell me when I need to pay complete attention to you. You don't even know how amazing that sentence is. (laughs) And I said, now pay complete attention to me. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. I, I will speak for both dear listeners. I will speak to them both. <laughs> okay, friend and other friend, I am here for you in solidarity. You don't know the rarity of that fucking sentence. So, well, he didn't mean it. It was sarcastic. He was being no, obnoxious about no, it. No, no, I've met him. He's not capable of sarcasm in the real sense. He's, oh, he's totally sarcastic. He's not, it's, it's, it's a Stuart sarcasm, though, which ends in about 30 seconds later with, and I'll do the thing you requested. So that doesn't really, that's not sarcasm. <laughs> that's just, that's just, if I'm going to eat the shit sandwich, I shall put hot peppers on it. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. So you watched those two shows? And- I watched enough of Modern Family to know that that probably was super poignant and sad, especially because there was the arc of their lives that played out over the length of 11 seasons in Hollywood, some of which was mixed with some real personal plights of some of those actors and actresses. Yeah. I'm sure we're supposed to call everybody an actor now. But anyway, and in terms of Shit's Creek, I, I actually started the idea of doing a podcast with doing a Schitt's Creek based podcast that was that was going to be focusing on it was called Cafe Tropical and it was going to be going through menu items and cooking lessons inspired by famous scenes from Schitt's Creek right so loved it loved it anyway huge fan huge devotee of the show and I didn't have that reaction I knew it was coming I've known it was coming for a long time um, I have almost all the back episodes memorized because I love it so much I found this whole season I you know delicious but not as great there's one season that really stands out and this ain't it so everything was kind of like okay I see them wrapping it up I see them doing the great work I everything was touched with a kind of sadness of we're never going to be together again and the making of documentary although I bawled my way through it (laughs) super bawled my way through it it wasn't a sad it was a pride it was I'm so I'm so moved with you and by you that the tears are just flowing because if you don't haven't heard of Schitt's Creek it's S C H I T T S that's the name of the town they live in Schitt's Creek there's a whole big running joke about it and an underlying current of this is that one of the characters and goes on to be several of the characters are um, of all sexual orientation of 100% all sexual orientation and nobody in the town cares in the sense that it's like saying some of them are brunettes do you know what I mean it's like it's just not so irrelevant it's not even ever acknowledged it's 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 not that it's that's what was so brilliant yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He created so it was, a post-gender yeah. slash who loves whom issue right. society so it was, where it, was it just, just was. Yeah, it was it just wasn't characters. 
It wasn't something your family needed to deal with or the community needed to deal with. It was. And it was universally accepted. Everybody's. They made fun of him for his clothes and the way he spoke and his irritating attitude. They could care less who he wanted to make out (laughs) with. Right. So it was like that was an after. It's like making fun of somebody for their shoe size. That's that would be as weird as making fun of his gender. Excuse me, not gender of his sexuality. Sexuality. So, So the reality is this documentary of the making of really chronicled how powerful that that underlying aspect was that that in the beginning it just was and then when people began saying championing it as a reason to laugh at this really hilariously great show there was so many so there's that there's the whole clothing thing there's the whole resurrecting of these characters there's the whole way that it was dear listener you gotta gotta start it gotta check it out it's on Netflix or Hulu. It's on one of them. You should it is abso- on Netflix, yeah. You should absolutely start at the beginning. It's fucking brilliant. What I thought was weird was um what's his name? Wasn't really spoken about or two throughout the course of oh, the making of um, uh, Chris. The vet. the vet. No. No, he was delightful. The mayor. The um Oh, yeah. Why well, didn't think it was weird? He's always kind of had a bit part anyway. Chris Oh, his name's not Chris, is it? Um yeah, I'll, I'll think of it later. Um, sorry, dear listener. He was there now giving out know, hugs. He was there giving out hugs at the end. I mean, he was now you know how old I am. I hope you're happy. Thank you for making me feel shitty. Ah, dabba dabba dabba. So Lots of disappointment Saturday night. I mean, I'm going to jump to another one. Saturday Night Live. Did you catch it on Saturday night? I Live? did see Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah, it was hard. I I had to turn it off. We we tape them, and I know there's no such thing as tape. We tape them every week. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time because we fall asleep. I recorded as well. In the yeah. middle of the live air and then we watch it Sunday with, you know, coffee and breakfast. So, and with the kids. And so we were watching it on Sunday and it's it was just, it was really hard for me to get through and I was talking with um, Rocco about it earlier today because he was like, why? I thought it was great. I thought this skit was great. I thought that skit was great and, you know, the little one was having his opinions on it and I said, I think it was just too soon. It was just telling jokes too soon about things that don't feel funny to me yet. Zoom calls are not funny to me. They're not. Zoom calls oh, are like, I like that. Zoom calls are like diarrhea jokes while you're still actively having diarrhea. I just, I don't, I'm in it. I don't want to joke about, I'm not ready to joke about Zoom. I really have a problem with Zoom calls, I guess. Can you tell? So. I am. Um, I liked that. I mean, it went a little long, but what I really loved is the fact that Kate McKinnon is a national treasure. Oh my God, she, that's a Ginsburg. That's a Ginsburg. <laughs> she she is unbelievable. I would watch and or participate in anything she ever does. Oh, she's hey, a dream. Fauci. Hey Fauci, return my DMs. <laughs> I <laughs> I love her. She's. Fantastic. There's another show that's coming out in June that makes me angry. Well, hit it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back, I think three different ones. Um, do you remember a tiny show called John and Kate Plus Eight? Oh, and I used to actually watch that show for a time. Right? And you liked it because how did they manage? I liked it in the beginning before um who they actually were revealed themselves in right the beginning, I was sort of wrapped up in the chaos of the moment along with them and then as they gradually revealed themselves for either who they always were or who they oh became, definitely who they who always they became, were well or who they became I mean part of it is anyway yes I know that show it's so back. then there was like a spin-off like a rash, when they got yeah. older and then there was another third one I think well there's another one coming out in June 
What's it called? It's called Kate Plus Date. Ew. Her kids why? are like 15, 16 years old now. This is 16 years later. Remember when they were born and neighbors came and people donated diapers and juice boxes, which, by the way, they someone shouldn't donated, be drinking anyway. Someone donated them a minivan and she took it back to get a different color. If I didn't yeah, know at that point. Deplorable. If I didn't know at that point. If I didn't know at that point who she was. Lady. Just. Here's a, here's a, here's a pro tip. Don't. Right. She's disgusting, but I feel like TLC sees her as a cash cow. A disgusting cash cow, well, but it's just why money you for TLC them. TLC again with the is pimpling popping and scraping the bottom of the wine barrel. I mean, who are these people? And your feet, right? Mm-mm-mm. Save my feet. One? No, save my God. skin. Just, save no, my no. Move on to the next one. I don't like Kate. Right. What's so Kate one? plus eight. Her kids are now out. She had a kid who had behavior issues and she locked him up and the husband got custody. And like, I don't believe everything I read about these people, but clearly if John has custody of of some of your kids. I, I mean, something's up. Like, they're, you're really, it's too much. Please stop giving her money for appearing. And now you're going to find her a boyfriend slash husband? Please don't do that. I beg of you. And what kind of person, after seeing anything she's done until now, says, I definitely could love that woman? <laughs> uh, there's got to be somebody. But it ain't me. All right, what's and the next her- one? And her ten children. No, that's that's the um, that's the show that's coming out that really just makes me want to drink, <laughs> as opposed to being incarcerated here with my family. <laughs> which well, is- I thought I was curious. My brain went to Nazi hunters, which I think might just be called hunters. Have you heard of this and seen this? Yeah. So I think I told you how this went wrong for us. Um, I haven't. No, you haven't, because I haven't seen it. And I've had it in my queue, but I won't start it because I feel like it's it's getting it's getting it's getting kind of heavy. So I heard it was terrific. I heard it was, but then I also I also heard that there was some Jewish uh, backlash, and I thought, well, fuck, I'm not going to just jump into that on a random Tuesday night. Let me talk to my token friend. No, no, not at all. I just haven't gotten to it. And if you were going to recommend it, I was like, ooh, give me the laydown. We made a mistake. (laughs) We let Stuart be in charge of the Netflix, so the kid. We all went to the basement where it's dark and cold, and we were super happy. We're all cuddled up with dogs and blankets, and Stuart went to Netflix and hit play, and it played. It's ten episodes. It played episode eight. Oh, you stupid Stuart. <laughs> God, even the angels hate you. It played episode eight, so we're like, let's try to catch up. What's happening? Who's re-? and we thought it was you the beginning. Kept it going. We watched. We didn't realize because Stuart said, "I'm starting it from the beginning," <laughs> and I it was episode. And you want to be my emergency room doc, and he wants to be my imports you guy. You are the COVID night. I don't think so. God yeah, it was bad. America. It was a bad scene. So. I went to the beginning of the first one and it started out like it gets, it's much better if you started from the beginning, but I lost, (laughs) I lost knowing episode eight as intimately as I do. I was done. I I have to forget a lot before going back, which it seems won't take very long because in captivity, I'm getting dumber and dumber. Punch, punch, punchy. It's punchy. You're getting punchy. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy. Yeah. I think, isn't it hectic? Is it heavy? Yes, it is is hectic, but I am eating. Everything in sight. So I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of heavy. I'm getting crazy heavy. And I was not feeling well enough to go to my five times, I was going to call it daily, but that's a cheat. My five times weekly gym routine. 
back in the day known as January. So, <laughs> and then when February started to roll around and there was inklings of, do you think you want to die? I stopped going entirely. Cause right, because you were I was licking feeling, the mat. Well, I was feeling healthy enough to go and I thought, I don't think this is the time for me to be a huffing and a puffing with all kind of everything. So I haven't been. They're doing the world's best job. They are. They should be getting like the coronavirus gold stars for all the daily. And it's again, it's on fucking Zoom. But they're doing all the stupid shit, all the crazy stuff. And I don't. I don't even go. Part of me thought, you know what? I'm gonna show up and just like eat an ice cream and watch them. Cause then I'll feel like, oh, it's my friends and they're still stretching. And I'm not gonna do that. But I will be supportive. No, I don't even do that. I, so I just. That's Butter's voice. What are you doing? Don't, oh, don't he, use Butter's voice. He joins voice. me. He joins me in not working out. Okay. I'm like, why are you using the dog voice for I, this? That's, that's not my dog's voice. I don't think. You want to know how bad things have gotten in this house? I, I do. Desperately want to know. Normally brilliant, our uh, yes, foster yes. dog, <laughs> our foster <laughs> fail dog, oh. spends family time underneath the desk in the office she doesn't even join us anymore she's sick wow. of us so she's like i'm outie the uh, the poodles join us but the bernadoodle is like nope sorry i'm not i'm not joining in your reindeer game sorry i don't, I don't know what to say yeah she's shit. done i mean unless we're in the basement where she loves to be because it's nice and cold and and she likes it down there but no she's not having it you've ostracized We've offended. We've offended <sighs> with our mere presence, attitude, and verbiage uh, oh, a 70, 65-pound dog. All right, Amy. Yeah, go. Do you collect anything? I did. Yeah, I did. I have a number of things, actually, but I've tried to stop. Not tried. Those have gone away, and now I actively cultivate not collecting things. Why? What do you got for me? What what are your collections? What have you collected? I had collected I had collected some a uh, particular kind of glass, so decorative glass vases, that sort of a thing. That sounds um, expensive. Yeah, and I collected silver for a while. Um, what kind of silver? Well, I was just fascinated with. It sounds really dumb. Every time I would go to one of these, uh, it's I don't want to call it like a flea market, but like an antique show or something where you kind of wander the stalls. It's kind of a southern thing. They put them in fields and, you know, everybody wears burlap and you drink a tea and get I've seen to... TV shows all about it. There it's it's a it's a fun it's a way to spend an afternoon. You know, it's it's kind of not a horrible thing. It's just it's 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 a thing. When so, we come down to you, will you find one of those well, for sure, us to go to? They're always going on. Sure. When then, you know, and you wait a couple hours and somebody's having a wedding there. I mean, that's just we got a lot of barns. Anyway, so <laughs> I I used to collect um weird small silver spoons pure silver like uh sterling silver spoons but like something that would be the equivalent of like a tablespoon and like they're always in these the really old ones are in like weird sizes and shapes they're not part of a pattern they were built for some purpose right and so i have them all in a drawer and i like to use like i've got a bunch of little ladles and they're great for like leaving in a honey a decorative honey thing if you want to have some honey you pull out this fun little spoon it's like oh that's neat we use one for the sugar for the coffee so I've got all these fucking spoons that don't match which I like and I had this idea that I always wanted a couple of tea sets or something like nice ones but that's real fucking cash and the ones that I like are the ones that never really caught on because it was way too modern for the time so it's like a bazillion dollars so they're always the ones that I like and I'm like yeah I can't that's like a mortgage payment so I always love those shit 
those teacup and saucer, like the yep, yep. different, 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 not, like not a one whole thing. Because I think we've discussed, I got my Nana's China and yes. it's a, an entire set for 18. Every single piece, every every butter keeper, every single imaginary gravy boat, gravy boat tray, like everything that went with the whole set, I have them all except for the ones that Stuart broke on our last move. It's okay. He deserves uh, it. Um, so... I loved that hodgepodginess of not having a uniform. So yeah. when you said that, I thought that sounds great. Let's go to that field right my now. Sister, my sister has the world's best WOM collection, as Tess used to say, of all that sort of stuff. She's got depression glass, which is like this pink glass. It's a particular kind and shade. And it's beautiful. She's got she's got a... Like the house. nubby one? Oh, like the, all, of, all of it. Going to her house is like going to like fucking Downton Abbey. But anyway, so that's the same. That's sort of shit. But I've stopped collecting anything and everything because I've I don't, you know... My husband, unfortunately, there's a Japanese word for it, which you would think I would have committed to memory because he's going to have me committed with the way that he does this. He collects books that he does not read. And that's actually, there's a Japanese thing for it, for having, it's just an ever-growing collection of books with zero intention of reading them. That's like a thing that you do. And that's what he does. Um, let's circle back. He collects books that he's never going to read. Fine. Are yeah, they like got- leather bound? Like are no. they... No, some of Visually them are. Some of them, some of them, there's, it's every make and model that you can imagine. And I'm, I'm sitting in the room. So I've got, there's a whole collection of political books. There's a whole collection of comedy books. There's a whole collection of musical books. There's a whole collection so of they're history current. books. They're, yeah, they're, and they're not current. So it's not like he's looking up the, the books themselves in 90% of the cases are not items of value. They're, they're items of, of not intrinsic value of personal value it's like oh I, that's a fantastic or we'll get a book from somebody that we like and then get it signed you know that kind of a shit and then in the music room we have all the music books and those are like coffee table big thick spine cloth bound like the like the liner notes style somebody put this together in three volumes and now he's doing it with the kids so we've got like the complete collection of Calvin and Hobbes that is like leather bound and big giant like big as a pillow like king size pillow that you, when you open the thing Kids yes. read that a lot? Yeah, he reads it to go to bed to. And there's three or four different, you know, get the one on the, all the Star Wars plates that they use to draw the original, whatever the thing is, storyboards for this or that, or yeah, on and on. Everybody's got their, he, he buys a so lot of So it sounds like your spouse is a big collector. Of books. We've and got, t-shirts. We've got, we've got uh, and... Oh. <laughs> sorry sorry something <clears throat> Was that but i got some? you one too amy i got one for you too i don't want a t-shirt for any purpose got it yeah we have enough, we have enough. so when i had this hobby of knitting I was kind of collecting yarn. I was knitting yarn and then I would see a sale on yarn, but I already had yarn, but I bought more yarn and yarn, 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 yarn. It kind of, then I bought a piece of furniture to store the yarn, 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 yarn. So, but as far as, I want to tell you that I'm not a hoarder. I do. I desperately do. But I have You could tell me that. I'd be lying. I have a bread box in my kitchen. And we got it because we have dogs that counter surf. And when we first got Shirley Brilliant, she would bring bread off the counter and eat a whole loaf of challah. She would oh eat, God. she would just eat 
potato rolls by the bag. She would just steal all of our bread. So I got a bread box, a stainless steel bread box, a roll top. It's fine. You don't even notice it's there. Well, I also had several dogs who were highly medicated. So when I finished with all of these pill bottles, I thought, what a, what a wait. I, I just put them in the bread box. So the bread box started to fill up to the point where to put something in it, I couldn't open it. I had to slide it an inch, shove it in and slam it shut. <laughs> Dear from listener. Empty, from empty, useless, old prescription bottles empty, that are defuncted. Old dog, both pain and steroid and psychotic meds for my for my broken. But are there, broken. But are there, is there like two pills in one and then four pills or are these empty containers? Your Honor, they're empty. I knew it. I knew it. I used Your to Honor, do that. I used to do that with gum containers. Why are we so? You did do it with gum containers. I, I did on purpose, this. but I had a method. I was doing it because every time I would go to, I have one kind of gum that I like. And I never can remember if it's this kind because there was, it was which blue, blue. which blue and then it they, was. And then they, then they came out with a different flavor in a different shade of blue. And I would continually buy the wrong one. So I thought I'm going to keep the one that I like. And then I would still buy the wrong one. And then I thought I'm going to keep the one I don't like and remember to buy the opposite. And then I would end up and I couldn't remember which way it was. But I for somehow never would throw these fucking away. So <laughs> Where are they like, now? They're actually the foundation of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. I went into my automobile. I went. I went into my automobile today looking for something because, and I haven't even seen my car in how long. I went into the garage and opened the door, and lo, and behold, three gum containers in the bottom of my car. And I was like, "Wow, pay dirt!" And I brought them in. So That's fantastic because you haven't been in your car in a month and a half. I know. And normally, I would go through one of those like every fucking week. That's how quick that shit would go. So we do have a listener. Who wait, wait. Why don't you throw that fucking shit away? Use some well, kooky bananas. What are you keeping it for? You got another dog coming? No, <gasps> I have three. I have three dogs. That didn't I, stop you before, crackhead. What no, I've only stopped at three. Okay, why are you keeping the empty bottle? Well, because I have a mental disorder. If you listen, I'm okay. fessing up. All right. No, if they, I thought there might be more. Really no, we fun. have a listener who who posted something like, hey, if you have these little containers, I use them to mix paint. She's super fucking creative. Oh, are you and kidding? That's so wonderful. So I said, I have 45 pill bottles. <gasps> And then I take these goalie gummies and like five gummy bottles, all these plastic bottles. Do you want that? And she said, yes, yes, I do. And here's my card to my therapist. Yeah. You want that. Let me tell you, here's how well I know you, Don Vixen. I have the recipe foolproof to make homemade apple cider vinegar gummies. I have the recipe, and I knew that I should never tell you because Don't tell who me. the fuck's going to make it when you can just buy the goalie gummies? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why would I want to make it when I can buy the goalie gummies? And then I can send uh, Kelly all of my plastic crap. Right. Um, but she wants it, so. You're a good one. You're a she's good creative and fantastic, and I have a mental disorder. So I'm not going to say that that's something I collected. However... A collection did form. It's not, it's, it's because I've, I've got a problem and I admit it. So I emptied out that bread box and I put it them in a bag that says brilliant observations. And I'm going to mail that to her this week. And 
I was reading an article that said this couple is divorcing and right there in court, they had to separate their Beanie Baby collection. No, this wasn't from 2020, 2020, was it? Stop it. This, so this was from on 1987. The floor, <laughs> no, on the floor in front of a judge. One for you, one for me. I want that one. No, I want that one. No, that dog is like the dog that I grew up with. I want that dog and you can have the Right. So I don't our think Stuart's going to. Our courts have better things to do. Our courts have better things to do. They let out like 150 nonviolent criminals because. COVID-19 breeding ground is the prison system oh. for this for this virus. I have a girlfriend who's who's a, an attorney and she is trying to get released hundreds of people. They already have, but she's That's working good. on hundreds more That's and good. it's yeah, she's a good I'm girl. Glad. Somebody's working on it. Yeah, it's she's un, a good girl. It's unconscionable. For, it's so, there's so much about this that's heartbreaking. That seems almost a drop in the bucket as awful as it But can. it's a good drop. Like it's a good drop to be in the bucket. All right. Weird collections of things. Oh, okay. Growing up, I don't I don't know what this says about my mother, but she liked back scratchers. Wow. You know those wooden sticks I that do. look like they have a hand at the other at From one end. The, this one's oriental. Yeah, that's not a good wow. I went to like Virginia, Colonial Williamsburg. I went everywhere I went, I looked for a back scratcher. I still do when I go places, but to I don't ever it? buy them. To give it? Oh, oh, oh. I don't buy anything anymore. <sighs> Except wow. for cards. I collect decks of cards. No, I. that's good. Yeah, that's good. But that's, Oh, that's, yeah? That's that one's fun. okay? That's good. I mean, there's a utility to it. It's not fucking creepy. I know? use them, too. Yeah. I use them. I don't, I don't yeah. pristinely keep and them I like, somewhere. And I like little things like that. If I, I would love to have a refrigerator where you could put magnets on. And then I would love to be able to have magnets from all the places, but that doesn't work. So instead, it has just sort of stumbled into this area of keychains. So I will try to get the kids. And that's also the kind of thing where when you're racing in the airport, the airport has just as good a tchotchkes as anything else. So when I go to a lot of these places, I can at least, it's a nice way and thinking of you, but then really the the better part of it is I also don't like to get them as gifts. I like when we all go together. Like you, there's all these, there's all this math about what counts if you've been to a place. You have to have slept there and we'd have to go together in a certain number of hours and all this other thing. So I've never heard that. No, because you don't say if you've flown through a city, you don't say I've been to that city. I guess that's true. I wasn't to Chicago until later in life, and I'd flown through there and, and stopped there to, in the airport several you'd times. You've technically been there a billion times, yeah. Right. But she hadn't really actually gone. So somebody like Mel Gibson, his dad collects Nazi memorabilia. They they have their collections, <sighs> not right? During, so not during not during Passover. So a, a keychain that says ever. yeah, a keychain that says Minnesota is delightful. I had one of those from my trip to Minnesota to visit oh, my, my brother. God. All right. So what other collections do you have? Do I have to I talk up to speak of? intentional collections none that, oh i thought that, you had a list i thought we were running a list no of i have quirky I have bananas a list. quirky bananas uh, crazy people i have a list let's see if i'm um, on it there are people who collect all things superman yes mm-hmm. jerry people seinfeld who, is one of them he did remember he had one of those in his tv show at all times uh people who collect all things barbie like barbie goes back way way back and how she's changed and no, you're nodding. No, no, no. I, I know. I know more than one adult woman who somehow doesn't think it's strange, nor <laughs> does she choose, choose to keep this a deep, dark secret that 
that there are these things in the closet, like a shelf in the top of the closet where they're all displayed in their boxes. Little boxes of my crazy Barbie collection. Oh. On the hillside, little yeah, box. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I apologize ahead of time to Sam and Lisa. Uh, what about royal things? People collect royal things. Sure, like, sure. Like uh, that's dishes. A very, that's a very grandmothery thing to do. Is that's it? like the Franklin Mint or having one of those, you know, having having a special plate with Frank Sinatra that sings to you on the back with a little button you turn around. What about off. coins? That's mint. I mean, yes, yes. Coins, those. coins at least have inherent other, value. Other spoons where they used to like paint the bowl of the spoon somehow, like you're meant to hang it up on the wall. Like not only is it a spoon that has no purpose, but it's now a it's now like an object. Decorative. Yeah, it's completely decorative. I'm super not on board. Nope. I'm going to say no. Clocks. Oh, God. Some that's, cuckoo, like. That's a bananas. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a, because imagine when that shit goes off in your house. Like, bananas. Bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. No. What about banana stickers? The sticker that's on your banana. There are people who collect those stickers. One says Dole. One says from Brazil. Like, they have a collection of banana stickers. It's funny that you said that's bananas. Banana stickers. That's one. That is so useless i mean i even even the bottle caps which i find beyond useless at least somewhere you know people who keep wine bottle corks you know maybe you're going to do some art project with it maybe you're going to do make some wall art creepy and strange as it might be of your bottle caps or i don't know make a nail head trim for your sad chair i don't know what this what the intent of these things are but now you're just keeping the disposable wrapper for your disposable skin on your fruit, that's not a collection. That's an illness. <laughs> hey, I really think we have a TLC show here, my creepy collection. No joke. And then you go to these people's homes and they tell you the stories of how they collected Next time these things. On Crackpot Roadshow, we're going to see how crazy this collector really is. Hey, I'm trademarking this, fuckers. Don't you dare steal my show idea. Creepy Collections by Missy and Fagazi. Creepy With Collections. With your resident experts. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are people who have kicks. They have shoes. They have like tons of That's sneakers so or shoes. Nuts. And there's a lot out of, of them at school. And my son would is a wannabe where you pay too much money for these used shoes, which I don't get. They, they're like some weird limited release because it's got a, a thread in it that happens to be a different color. And so that makes it really valuable for like 10 minutes. It's the Beanie Babies of our generation. Unfortunately, these Beanie Babies are thousands of dollars. It's a it's a sad lotto ticket. No. Lotto tickets. People collect scratch-offs. They're losers. They're all losing tickets and they do not throw them away. Why? I'm going to say mental illness. So if we do this show, we need to have a therapist with us. You know how in Hoarders, they have somebody come in and has to talk them through what they need to throw out. Is this a hoard? Am I just hoarding again? Is this just a hoarder show? Because I really like the idea of collections. because it's tactical hoarding. So it's you're selectively hoarding things. And it's also dangerously close to my life and stuff. So I don't know that I actually like the show, but I, I, wait. I flip it. No, I'll flip it around. That just gives me expertise. Wait, wait, there's more. Napkins. Huh? Like paper napkins. napkins? Paper napkins. Now this thing is just getting overly specific. If you mean the drawer of all the napkins from all the like airports that you just grabbed a handful because you like the logo. Sugar packets. That's Sweet gross. and low. 
Those are shitty. Taco Bell squirters. Gross. Taco Bell. Ugh. Who would have any of these? Here, here is one of my favorites. Celebrity hair. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, my God. The personal collection of of Vice President Joe Biden. (laughs) Hurry. Before it's too late. I'm kidding. I love you, Joe. I wish you weren't running. I love you, Joe. (laughs) Go get it. Bring it home, Joe. And then stay home. Oh, that's right. Well, we got to choose a good running mate if you're going to talk like that. That's okay. Um, so I have a an old friend who collects baseballs, huh? and he gets them signed. Oh, well, by, that's super good. That's super good. By everybody, though. He everywhere oh. he goes, he has like five baseballs in his pocket. And if you're a musician, he gets it signed. It doesn't matter if you're a baseball player or not. He has a I've collection. I've changed my mind. Now that's dumb. Now I've changed. My oh mind. no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it's one thing to, like, carry a baseball around with you because you're maybe going to the stadium or you're a sportscaster or you're a baseballer and you want this baseballer to be, like, baseball-y, wee But if you want to walk up to, I don't know, like... Hillary Clinton and have and her say, sign a baseball. would you sign my baseball? And she'd be like, sure, crackpot. Where's the TLC camera? <laughs> this is the first my, baseball the I've ever camera? held. <laughs> I want my best, best angle. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Bill, come here. This man has <laughs> balls in his pocket. Yeah. Call the Secret the Service. Way. Yeah. No. Hey, it's Big Joe Biden. I'm gonna sign your balls. Yeah. No, I don't want. I don't want the balls. I guess. I guess I, I kind of collect purses. Maybe. No. You. No. You. You. I think you would be okay collecting purses, but I don't think you actually collect purses. I think you have some purses. I have some purses, shoes, purses. Yeah. Um, you're right. I don't really collect them. What about Lego figurines? Oh, God. Or Funko. Funko. Or Funko. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know people. I know that. Right? Not the our, new releases? Not our house. No, 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 no. In our house, the, the Lego shows up because it's the activity, the pastime, and then the point of pride. So the problem is once the thing is built and it's also a million dollars and to scale so where am i gonna fucking put this stupid thing that's the hard part because i'm you know i don't build them where is the millennium falcon right now upstairs in the playroom okay we have <laughs> did the i just star. know we have the millennium falcon we have the death star we have a life-size yoda we have you name it we have it we have the batmobile we have which the batmobile in multiple scales we have every guggenheim collection in actually duplicates of ones that we've seen in person do you know about the guggenheim collection calling it the wrong it's totally um, that's the wrong name of it it's called the architects series okay so then they have they have national they have international landmarks um designed properly to scale these are real high-end beautiful pieces um you know really tower of london is not part of that series but we have tower of london that's gigantic so we had to buy a separate bookcase just to house that. No, you had to build a house for all of this. Well, it has the two. It has it has the. It's not Tower of London. It's London Bridge. So it's got the the big blue things that span the wings. It's fucking gigantic. There, there are people who collect slinkies. They're not good people. I don't. Why? Why? A friend of mine, coworker, my good friend Ellen, used to, and I dare say, still does, collect her whole life snow globes and it's super fun because they're they're the kind of shake them up ones that are the the kitschy quirky not that's the what a snow ones. globe is that's, not the, that's not what the it is. pretty no but not like the not the pretty ones what you think like oh let's put that as a holiday something that like somebody got at a truck stop in 1942 like cute weird 
bizarre and the weirder they are the better she has all of those those are what she has what about chapsticks chaps these are not collections these no are, these no are these people, are things people have collected they don't go out of their way to say this is my drawer full of bonnie bell this is i bought 18 <laughs> of these because they were on sale and my lips are made of you know sandpaper so do you I remember to- the ones that used to have the metal ball that used to roll on not just oh, a ball I but the metal them. one. Oh, and it was always icy cold which yeah, i loved nicer. it and you would get them in that weird tube in plastic and you would get multiple flavors and the flavors always tasted terrible but you convinced yourself they were great i love those that came around the same time as jeanette really <laughs> yeah it was yellow you don't remember jeanette I, I do because it was holiday time and they had a commercial for it. And that's what you cousins. got women. I, got a lot, I had a lot of cousins. I got a lot of shitty gifts. Got a lot of Gina Tay. Celebrity hair was the one that threw me the most, I think. That's not a collection. How do you even, how do you, oh, do you mean from these creeps who go up and Loretta Lynn style, she cut my hair. They go up in the back and they actually rip the hair out of people's head or just sniff it like Joe Biden does. That's terrible. Dear, shut up with the Joe Biden. Dear listeners, do you collect anything you want to tell us about? And if it's celebrity hair, could you unsubscribe? <laughs> After sending us That's a picture of your collection, then unsubscribe. But I have to see it. I have to see it to believe it. I what do you collect? Know. We're pushing the boundaries of collect. What Hats. What about hats? do have a I do have a large assortment of wigs and costumes but that's only by chance so. I don't know what by chance means I don't by chance have I need wigs a lot and- of because well there are, there's always an occasion where you have to have another wig and then you keep them because they're you once you've worn it you don't throw it away so then I have all of them and then I have three children who are all the same gender so I have the we used to have a trunk just a rubbermaid container a trunk filled with costumes and as they would grow older and then there became two trunks and then there became an entire dedicated costume closet because we just have so many and then I would put my costumes in there too so we've got a lot of got a lot of nonsense I used to collect CDs when Rainbow Records would even sell them back to you use CDs for five bucks I, I who was, was a- the one who was the one that Columbia House would mail that shit to you in college do you remember I sure do. I they sure had do. somebody else who, who was You'd get there. it for two cents. You would get a couple for two cents in the beginning, and then they'd get you, and then they would charge like $30 a CD back when you could get them for like nine ninety nine. Yeah, not sure how that, how that was a successful. Sam Goody also was another one who would shank you for the CD prices. But music, I got collecting that. People collect vinyl. That's wicked expensive. And, we do. And those we, collect, are... we actually collect vinyl. We've got, we've got a special bookshelf for the vinyl in the music room. I wouldn't say collect it, but we do... We buy vinyl albums from time to time and add to what we have here. Yeah. When I think of collection, I think of somebody who dedicates. It's a hobby of seeking and consuming that that item versus I have a lot of a thing. And if I had the chance to get some more, yeah, I'd probably pick it up. That to me, even though that's technically. Oh, that's a collection. Okay. That's a collector. Then I collect vinyl. Okay. What else? Come on. I know you're hiding something on me. Let your freak flag fly, girl. Oh, God almighty. Well, I mean, I have, you know. Teapots. Do you collect teapots? No, 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 no teapots. Nazi memorabilia? Definitely no. That's a noich. Okay. (laughs) That's That's a hard noich. noich. We did did have actually one or two items 
that were of that time period and it's not memorabilia because I have my um, my uncle was one of the liberators and so he ended up having he he was one of the troops that liberated a particular camp and he's gotten written up and documented in museums and all the rest of this stuff and so he did have some items that were of that period but that's I don't want that fucking shit around me I don't care I don't care whose side you were on gross I just don't fucking you know the story my he, he liberated the camp and at the camp that he actually liberated ended up having his own uncle in it, if you didn't know that. So that's the whole it's kind of... I've heard that story before. It's crazy! So it yeah, is so crazy. That sh- so that shit was, uh, was floating around somewhere, and I, I, not for me to have, but to have seen it. Have All shit. right, we want to hear about your totally normal, not judging you at all, <laughs> collections. <laughs> Everything you do is right, dear listener. You tell us what you collect, and we will absolutely get your back. I just want less stuff. Do you really think? I thought a lot of these things. I mean, the gum wrapper, the gum containers, and the receipts from 1992 that I still have because I know I need them because I haven't done my paperwork properly. That's not really a collection. That's just sort of a chronicle of sadness. And I don't think they fit in the same category. Those are the my dog drug bottles, right? Yes. Chronicle yes. of sadness. Yes, it's a it's a it's a weird like but that's what's so fascinating. I don't even understand what weird hanging on to like what's I don't know at least once a day I'll turn to Stuart and say no 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 put that down I'm saving it like what the fuck is wrong with me for what saving it for what I don't know like it's a record of what they had and what they took so you would know it like you couldn't look it up on the document at the vet that you basically put and or those two dogs are deceased now so they're gone and I'm purging I did find a couple of uh couple of pills left over for pain. So. <laughs> yeah, I keep, I do hoard um, leftover medication. I know I shouldn't, but, um, and then. No, I, you should. Some of, some of it I've got that's so old, it's frustrating. I've actually had to write on the bottle in Sharpie because the bottle had gotten so old you couldn't even see what it was anymore. And so I, like in this hand scroll, it's like, this is Vicodin. So Oxy, 1984. Like, Oxy, 84. Yes, it's somehow gotten <laughs> grease on it so that the whole thing is like wiped clean, but then in the little scrawly old lady type, it's like, this is my secret drug. It's up, in, <laughs> it's up in the top, along with the medicinal weed that somebody gave me thousands of years ago. I found that in a drawer the other day. Things Melissa would never say. <laughs> is that the game we're playing right now? I have I have medicinal it's weed left over from it's 1984. A, it's a whole bit, but they're pills. Who wants to take a weed pill? I don't know. You put your hand down. You don't know how what's in there. You don't know how it could turn out like a hash brownie that is more hash than brownie. It could turn out into I can't move my leg. It could be a real problem. You don't know what that. Yeah, but is. for a period of time, send your kids to school. <laughs> I guess. Don't you? I don't know. Somewhere in the your back husband's of my head, home. Come on. Somewhere in the back of my head, somewhere's rattling. You can't OD on weed. Like I'm just so maybe that's true. I don't know. I mean, I mean, twenty-seven-year-old weave. Like, what are we talking about not, here? There's got to be a not that old. It's not that old. It's probably five years. It's probably five years old. Things Melissa would never say. <laughs> All right, touched. so I'm going to wrap it up for us right now and tell you that Kate does not deserve love. <laughs> so no. she should not be getting not another ever. show. I want to hear about all of your collectibles because we care that much. And uh, we are we are with you and supporting you in your lockdown. We'd like you to know that crime has dropped tremendously. Pollution has dropped tremendously. Oh, my just God. To, just to go animals. out on a high note, there are positive things that are happening from this horrible situation. Do you fantastic. not? Fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, even if they're fake, all these reports of animals, and down here we get reports of, you know, um, turtles, hatchling sea turtles hatching that they've never had the chance to do and all the rest of it, and everybody's like, fuck you, the humans is gone. Wee! All the, everybody, everybody's flipping out. It's, it, is, it is good. And for crime to drop, for pollution to drop, I hear in L.A. you can see the sky. Dear listeners, if you're out there, look up, for fuck's sake. You might not get this chance again. So fewer people on the roads. We have a friend, I told you last time, who was driving down Wilshire, driving, riding her bicycle with a family of four down Wilshire because there were no cars. It was like a ghost town. I don't That's even, amazing. I don't even believe it. That's amazing. I don't even believe it. I want to leave you with two quick thoughts. Because um, these are not these are opposite of disappointments for the sad shows that have ended. I just wanted to put a shout out to there's a new series starting called Run. Nope, I just taped it. Thought it was great. I've only seen the one episode. Don't know if there's more. There only was so, one. Okay, so I don't know if it was like something I could get ahead of. Super worth it. Watch it. Worth it. Great. Also, one that I'm not sure where people are going to land on this, but I adored it. Mister Wright which is a super stupid rom-com with Sam Rockwell in it. Cute. And, and Anna Kendrick, two people who I think are okay. And honestly, they were in there together. I just keep watching it on an endless loop. Uh, oh, I forgot one. Yeah, on an endless loop because I am looking for things that are, it's escapist and not real and super funny. <laughs> Smile. That's they totally where I'm at. And it is the most ridiculous nonsensical even kind of sickening premise and i'm like i am all in but it was not even nearly as good as long shot adorable i loved it oh my stars how did it take me so long to watch long shot everything seth rogan does is kind of delightful if he's not too high in the movie he's delightful Oh my gosh, it was, I love Charlize Theron, and my favorite part about it is uh, my kid called her by the wrong name, I forget what it was like, what, do you remember what he called her? Charlie Heron? No, um. Yeah, yeah like Charlie, Charlie Theron, or, or Charlie Thies, Thiesen, or something totally stupid, <laughs> and it was like, that's not it, and I will always call her that, so I'll have to go look it up, because it was super He's fun. so cute. Oh, it was great. So He's if you're looking so for some, for some light, God help me, I don't want to think about another fucking thing. Cue that shit up and you will not be disappointed. Um, we can also make some steps on the show that we're doing together to push that a little further. That would be great, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super good. In our incarceration here. We should do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, could also, we could also put that angry preteen who's already a teen on the case because a little birdie told me that she has a closet that needs cleaning. And once it's empty, she could sit in it with all of her rage and market our show. It's another she's, way to force that labor. She's done. Every Everybody's room is clean but mine now. <laughs> so, what, what's the problem? Just well, the fact that it, that it had to happen? Yeah. Yes, it had to happen because daddy said so. Um, dear listener, tell us what you collect. Tell us that you miss us. Uh, tell us good and bad things. We just love to hear from Take you. Take a picture of your closet. Make us feel better that we haven't. And we'll actually show it to the young daughter and say, see, adults don't have to do this. So grow up if you don't like us. Fuck you. And move out. Do it now. (laughs) Until then, here's your curfew. (laughs) So mean. That's so mean. I really do love that girl, and I wouldn't have made her do it. But that's why I'm not her mom. Hmm. I wouldn't have. I would. I would make you make her do it, and then say you're right, and then I would sit at your counter and drink something. And make fun of you for hoarding those weird bottles, weirdy. Yeah, I know. Weird. I'm sorry. Dear Super listener, we weird. love you. Have a have a great <laughs> week. Do it. That's a Do command. it. Bye.